so uh charlie what, what how's your new year been so far it's fine yeah I, I i feel like you uh you seemed a little upset over the past week there there was there were some happenings via text and uh messaging that you you kind of uh underestimated me here i'm a little upset i underestimate is such a wrong set of words <laughs> thought better of you um gave you the benefit of the doubt believed in you these are all probably where my mind was at at the time so let, 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 let's let's bring this back here real quick I, I bought poop from the what is it called the cards against humanity thing what okay. made you think i was better than that <laughs> I, I, you know, I always I, forget that you're in the same league as certain other people I make fun of a lot. So, no fair. Yeah, yeah I I shouldn't think better. Yeah, I uh, I also um, let's see, I still bring up the Mashkis online, and you thought I wouldn't drag this joke to the ground? Oh, don't worry, Charlie. You'll learn. This this is the year of hindsight because it's 2020, Charlie. Yeah, mine's not yet. <laughs> Ah, damn it! I got nothing this week. It's not, it's not landing either. I sandbag mm. you at every turn, Alex. This is my new I know tactic. You are. Everything you <laughs> pop up, things I'll be funny. It's like no fucker slap. <laughs> <laughs> this is your strangely punishment, it's, Alex. Strangely, it's working. I don't like it. So, yep, I, I've tried I the stick. I've tried the carrot, and now we're doing the Stonewall, fucker. <laughs> Welcome to twenty twenty, motherfucker. Year of sandbag tactics. <laughs> you got puns I'm just gonna let them hit against me like the majestic sand wall I am this ain't no levy it's fucking sand you know what happens when those, when those bags break sand bar and then it's going nowhere cause not even you can move me when I become wet sand in the way of your shit to your humor garbage I look forward to trying it's gotta be a fun year motherfucker buckle up or sandbag <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm go. coming out swinging, but I'm doing the exact opposite. <laughs> You're just coming out sloshing, coming out stationary and immovable. Coming out, arms folded, feet <laughs> firmly planted. Just got got some good heel traction going on. Just sumo stance. <laughs> Wicked Awesome Cast episode. God, was this 185 or something? Yep. yep. 185. 185. The, the first podcast of uh, the year of our Lord 2020, our Lord being Satan or something like that. But Pray, praise uh, Satan? Yeah, I, what? I, I, I guess. Magusta Lakens. Uh, so this is already off <laughs> to a bad start. Uh, I'm, I'm just like. I'm tenser. I'm just waiting to have to like deflect more shitty Alex 2020 jokes. Just like prepared, like octopus arms in the air. Just like they're coming. I know they're coming. Swat that shit. Oh, don't down. worry. Give it time. Fair enough. Yes. Uh, <laughs> welcome. As always, I am Mordak. I'm divided, aka Charlie. Joined by Alex, aka Mave Online, and Henry, aka Nomad Har, aka Kraken Zero, aka. Do we have three AKAs these days for you, Henry, or is it just the two? I think it's just the two. Fair. 
Got lost in my AKs. Welcome to the Wicked Awesome Cast, a podcast about video games, as it shall remain in the year 2020. We're not, we're, despite common rumors, we have not become a food podcast, despite certain members of the podcast's best efforts. <laughs> we left that behind in the last decade. No, we haven't. We just haven't been anything weird, anywhere weird for food lately. That's true. I Fuck, me and Jen watched a, rec- a documentary on ramen before I recorded this podcast. And I'm just mm. sitting here being like, why the fuck am I at this podcast? I could be eating ramen right fucking now. <laughs> <laughs> Is it 1040 in the morning? Sure. But like, you know what sounds good? Thick pork broth stew. <laughs> yes, it does. I do like a good ramen. I do. I definitely, there's a... The the best place I like to go to is one the one down in Studio City. How does that work with your whole vegetarianness? Like I just they have a vegetarian one. Does it get like the good thickness or is it still kind of <laughs> They just use a different style of broth. Fair. I mean it's I make I make vegetable soups all the time. Yes, like, no, that's the thing. Like it's the, the vegetable stew that step up from the stew to the the stew thickness, I guess, that's always been harder in my mind to achieve with out a more protein-based stock, but I suppose you can get there. I mean, it's it's not a big deal, really. <clears throat> and yeah, but yeah, that that ramen place down there, they have uh, like three or four vegetarian ramens, sure. which are very good. The one nearest to me is actually kind of bleh. It's like... The noodles are just kind of, eh, and mm. they just don't really offer that many options. Yeah, the, but the one down in the Studio City, I can't even remember the name of it. That one's super good. Yeah. That well, this is, is not a podcast yummy. about ramen, despite our best efforts. <laughs> anyways. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh. Uh, there are a bunch of places that make, like, vegan ramen even, so, I mean. Yeah. Oh, shut up, Portland. <laughs> No, even in LA when I was down there. That's oh yeah, true. that's what I'm saying. It, it, I mean, they have. I mean, vegan yes, and vegetarian I'm aware. ramen. And <laughs> vegan is tougher because I mean, if you, you know, if people aren't aware, the generally ramen noodles have egg. They're made out of egg as well as wheat. So yeah, vegan means you have to have wheat only noodles, which does yeah. change it up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on though. Either you tonight, either ha, have either of you two done anything of note this past week or since our last podcast? Or not really. Um. Well, let's see. I can I can talk about a few things. Um. So house update stuff. Uh, we started packing. So cool. that's cool. We have a. I think we we get the keys on the twenty fourth, assuming you know, barring any weird issues. Um. Mm-hmm. So that'll be fun. I've already been scoping out internet. Because, of course, and, uh, man, like, it'll be nice going to full gigabit, assuming everything works well. So, we'll see how it goes, but I am very, very excited for that and setting up my own little game room and things like that. Um, what else? Oh, so for a few days, I ate only potatoes just to kind of cleanse my palate, if you will. That sounds like a nightmare. It was a fucking nightmare, dude. Like... It, there's, you know what? If the only way I can describe eating potatoes and just potatoes, like like just barely salt, is is the food equivalent of blue balls, where you <laughs> feel like you're gonna get some flavor there, and just at the very end you get nothing. 
See, there's a way to do that that's not... I, my, my, have we ever talked about All the Potato Day? The All Potato Day? The all the Potato Day. No, I have not. Uh, so, my, my wife is a huge fan of potatoes. Like, she has a fondness for potatoes that, like, rivals stereotypes about the Irish kind of thing. Like... Uh, the, the level of the level of potato fa- uh, fondness that is used to racistly slur the Irish is a factual equivalent for my darling wife Jen. And for like the first year we were going out uh, her for her birthday, we decided called All the Potato Day, where we consumed nine, ten, a bunch of different ways of eating potatoes. Like there was the breakfast round that was at one of our favorite restaurants in L.A., but we made sure that there was like three or four different styles of potato present and then for lunch we had three or four other types of potato and then for dinner we had like three or four more types of potatoes to your point though these were like attached to other meals like it was not potato was just the meal but like there was a fucking lot of potatoes in that day i do have to say this if you cook your potatoes in the oven instead of microwaving them it's like a million times better microwaving just kind of kills the flavor it seems and uh, my wife loves it potatoes actually... so much i bought her one of those like weird tv infomercial potato sleeve things which works by the way hmm. Hmm. but yeah i uh i got a rather large potato out of my usual pack of vegetables that i get and <laughs> i i decided you know i'm gonna cook this in the oven because this is a lo- gigantic very nice potato and then yeah. it came out as just like delicious it was like why don't i always cook them in the oven oh yeah it takes like an hour <laughs> yeah but yeah and instead of like not to be that guy again up. five minutes in instapot but yep, yep. <laughs> go instapot yeah yep. instapots are pretty awesome little little pressure cooker thingies yeah no they're they're freaking great i love those things so because uh, I have an Instapot, which I look forward to using more and more often. Mm. But, um, yeah, so just doing that for a few days was kind of a thing. Uh, I ended up hurting, like, I had this weird pain on my back the other day. I had a shitty start to the new year, pretty much. It's the all only, your past highlight. It's all your past sins coming back to haunt you, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> the only highlight was the fucking 2020 joke I made on Inst- or through the text message. The only real big highlight right now, um, but what the one at my expense? Yep, yes, sir. Um, but yeah, so it turns out I had some sort of weird like pus build up on my back. I, yeah, not not pleasant, and so I had to get that drained. But I'm okay now. So I guess it was an ingrown hair or something. Ugh. But oh yeah, Ugh. yep. Fun stuff, guys. I've had a great start. Sounds good. Yeah, but between all that, um, everything else is fun. You know, like I said, biggest thing right now is the apartment's a mess because we're packing, so. Have you hit that point where you're like, why the fuck do we own this many things? Like, who the fuck let this happen? Um, <laughs> I don't know yet. I Actually, no, scratch that. I hit that when I moved up here. Yeah. All right, like, you've, you've I... gone through that once already. Like you probably didn't let yourself reaccumulate bullshit. Yeah, not as much as before. So that part's nice. But um I think right now we're kind of at a point like because it's still a couple weeks till we actually move. 
And so figuring out what we can pack and be okay with packing right now is kind of, we're kind of in a weird limbo state of figuring out, well, do we need to pack this now or can we hold off until a later time for this? Yeah. So one thing for sure is though, is we're hiring fucking movers because fuck that. So I did that last time I moved too. Um, so I definitely agree with that. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just one person. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm totally fine with the, uh, with, with having people move that stuff, but I need to, uh, I'll pack most of my stuff. The only thing I'm going to see if they can pack or take care of is the TV. I don't mm. have the box for it. So mm. we'll see. But other than that, I mean, everything else has been fine. It's just, yeah, just everything in the mindset has been like packing house stuff. Okay. More house stuff. So yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's it for me. <laughs> Exhilarating. I know. <laughs> I can go. All right. You want to go? I can go. Um, you, you go ahead. All right. So I didn't do shit, really. I, I have played a disgusting lack of video games since the new year began, mostly because I went into the new year playing video games, and part of me was like, eh, this was the wrong way of doing things, maybe. But. Uh, probably the biggest thing to come out of this week is the Garage Studios up and running. Yeah, Which, it's, yeah that, th- that's th- something th- you've been working on for a while. Yeah, this has been badly done, too. Like it, It's been a slow process because I've made it a slow process, but this is the first mm. podcast, at least my portion of it's being recorded out in the 2B studio. The computer's running. We have internet kind of thing up here. We have most of the recording equipment set up in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, I, I finally managed to move enough stuff around where I could clear a space to kind of actually get stuff set up and do some testing, which Henry put up with weirdness. Like, it's not a fully ironed out system. We're not going to start streaming anytime soon, probably. But yeah, no, we're back in business where I thought we were going to be right after the start of the new year. Like, it, it, it was freak circumstance, too, where it went from, like, a tipping point of, yeah, no, we we should be, I, I should be doing more of this, too. Huh? No, yeah, no, we could start doing that right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been playing a few games. I guess like I'm like I'm, I'm fiddling away at things. Like I reinstalled Warframe on my computer. Like I most of the joy of having hey. my full powered computer back up and running is I can have like thirty games just sitting on waiting to play kind of thing. So it's been the process of downloading stuff. Like I'm still chipping away at Bloodstained, which i do not regret giving that our game of the year like initially i'm like i don't know if like if it's my game of the year but i keep getting to weird stuff i'm like no yeah no that this is this is the correct call for us three this is the type yeah, of bullshit yeah. we are into <laughs> yeah i so actually probably this is not like gaming necessarily in the mainstream of things but i have been in the the gog galaxy 2.0 beta for a while and on mm-hmm. my laptop, it really wasn't a big deal because I only had like three or four games installed at any given time. But now that I have my computer back and I have just a shit ton of games installed for no reason, it's really cool using that thing to manage all my games. Hmm. So, hmm. Epic Bad? No. <laughs> but yeah, Ep- yeah. Epic's still bad. No. Yeah. But, it, but, but, but I think it. it's very... I mean, that's the thing. It's like... Having one launcher for, especially if you have a lot of games on each of the launcher, you know, each of the different launchers, but having one that can kind of at least somewhat unify them 
That's kind of nice, to be honest. I think it's a great idea. <laughs> yeah, I. It's neat that it works. It doesn't work all the time, but mm. it works about well enough, I guess. Yeah. Hmm. So, uh, d- so what all launchers does it work with at the moment? It works with almost anything. It's more occasionally kind of hitches up on itself. That's kind of might just also be the fact that I've had games downloading nonstop for like three days now. Yeah, I was just kind of curious if uh, if it uh, if it could you know hit ones like the Ubisoft launcher and yeah, stuff like it, that. It has that integration. Mm. Also, like remember, half of Ubisoft's games aren't being done via that launcher they're being done by someone else and then you have to log into it to launch it but you're not launching through the ubisoft thing i'm not sure i own any um, ubisoft games that are from ubisoft's so you play in all honesty like i have to go into it to do it but surprised you don't have any ubisoft or you play games, I have, actually i definitely have several you play games well, like the, the uh, division which the i bought essence- at the epic store I, mm. it's i have to launch it through the Epic Store still. It's like, oh yeah, I have to check it against the Uplay Store, but yeah. Well, it's really weird is when like you launch it on Steam and then it launches the Ubisoft launcher and <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I mainly just, I mainly have just a bunch of Assassin's Creed games on it and then like a few other things like mm. uh, Watch Dogs. Yeah. I so I, now that I have a new computer up and running again, it's always kind of fun seeing what the uh, I, I don't know how the fuck I they're disgusting and wrong and problematic, but occasionally I really enjoy seeing what targeted ads I get, especially on a computer that I haven't like used in a chunk of time, or better yet, hmm. like was a computer someone else was using before me. Like my work computer keeps uh, keeps targeting ads at me for a game called. Houster, I think is how it's pronounced. And it has all the signs of being one of those like shitty mobile game kind of things. But as best I can tell, it's a horse dating game of the sexy variety. Yeah, that's a hard fucking pass for me. Yeah, it, yeah. Me too, but it's one of those ones where I'm like, I know what I look up at work. It's mostly like part numbers and things. What the fuck was the person that had my computer prior to me looking up? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> nah, and like I, having my normal computer back up and running, it's like, man, you looked up a lot of weird driver issues on this thing because it's like all these things, uh, all my targeted ads are like, keep your hardware up to date and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's it for me, really. Just kind of chipping away at stuff. Nothing especially interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, as for me, I've been continuing to watch something that I've been watching. Um, it's called Kimono Michi. Have I mentioned it before? I don't know. I think I did. I think I did. In any case, um, it is an anime. It's an isekai anime. Refresh uh, our memories for those of us who don't remember what that phrase means off the top of my head. All right. So isekai generally refers to sort of somebody from our time and place gets teleported right, right. to the, another uh, world. Fish out of like water a fantasy stories, world. Yeah. Yeah, fish out of water type of story, and this this one uh, this one kind of combines some of my interests. So, I, all right, so I I've watched a couple of these Kai ones. I don't like all of them, 
uh, but I do enjoy some of them. But um, it's uh, you can watch it through Funimation. It's not yeah. on Crunchyroll, but you can get it through Funimation. Mm. Um, but it's about a pro wrestler that ends up in another world, and he's ridiculous and amazing. He's also has this thing for animals. That's kind of his gimmick, but also for real, like he he's is into animals, like super <laughs> into animals. It it kind of gets kind of far like that, like you might expect, but never in a gross, like kind of sexual way. Mm. But he has a, he has an, a kind time. of an extreme fetish. He has a, kind of an extreme fetish for anything like animal like and furry. So he's uh. He's basically a pro wrestling furry, I guess, in a sense, um, because that's his like his is it's like kimono mask. He gets is the spirit the, of like, the wolf, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> uh, animal mask is his uh, or kimono mask is his is his other persona. But yeah, essentially, he lands in this other world and he f- finds out that it's like there's this sort of kind of a really racist thing against like animal peoples and this kind of general hatred of animals. And so he wants to create kind of peace between them because he likes animals a lot. He also like, there's a lot of, you know, sort of your sort of cat people, you know, with, you know, girls with cat ears and, and just also just animal beast men, like super muscly animal beast men. Um, so that's the thing in it. So, and he wrestles around with them and he's usually also, they actually do make fun of the fact that he's walking around in wrestling, like briefs and everybody just assumes he's a pervert. Well, he is. (laughs) He's he's just walking around in like, you know, most of the time he's walking around in animal briefs. Yeah. 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 But it's. It's funny. It's it's hilarious. It's uh, it's definitely a lot of fun. It's a it's a lot of fun to watch. And there again, uh, Isekai. Some of them are just kind of like uh, I don't know. Sure. But this one's fun. This one's funny. I guess I like some of the ones that have a lot more humor built in. That's why why I like Konosuba. It's which is basically a satire, but this one's it's somewhat satirical. I'd say. Definitely makes fun of the whole. I think it's also in many ways making fun of the whole genre too. There again, but it's also a lot of fun. Um, it was only twelve episodes. Um, I hope they come out with another season, just because it's it was fun. I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was well done. There's a lot of funny characters in it. Yeah, so that's that's cool. I was enjoying that. So uh, as far as games. So I still have this, you know, I'm still using your, you know, the Stadia code you kindly gave to yeah, me. Yeah, it's a weird week where there's a chance you may have played more Destiny than I have. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, I, was, I got to play Destiny on my computer at, like, you know, full settings, full powered settings, because my computer can't really handle that right now. Though, I have to say, oddly enough, Destiny 2 will still work on my computer on the lowest settings and it won't but it even then it yeah it's everything not happy i have it, heard about how that game runs has led me to believe that it is a masterwork of optimization it is very highly optimized yeah. i was surprised that it ran at all and but uh, i ran it through stadia and stadia through the browser 
is amazing. It works absolutely perfectly. Like I, I wasn't playing a game. You know, I was playing Destiny 2, so <clears throat> I wasn't really terribly concerned about any input lag. But I have really good internet here, so yeah. that's you know at, at my at my apartment. So it works amazingly well. It's just perfect at all times. Never had any hiccups or problems. I I was just playing keyboard and mouse because that's usually what I prefer for for FPSs. And so yeah, that was it worked amazingly well, just perfectly. But also, still, I'm like I'm pretty sure I won't continue this because. I mean, it's like once I get any sort of a better video card, I probably would never use it again yep. because the phone version is kind of bleh. And, the, and as far as what you mentioned, the the Chromecast version also appears to be bleh. And so, yeah, I don't. And the thing is, is like my phone screen is too small for me to really want to play something like Destiny 2 on it. I, I feel like I'd be terrible at it. Yeah, it, had, it's a if, weird world where the browser version works defendably <clears throat> well, but then you're like, but I could just be playing on a PC. Yeah. Mm. And there again, like I am playing it on my PC now, but that's only because I don't have video card good enough. So it's I don't know who this is for is what it gets down to. I seriously don't know who this is, who Stadia is for, because. If you are a person type of person who likes games like like Destiny 2, you probably already have a pretty hoss system. Yeah. And to and, and to use Stadia well, as I learned, you have to have good internet because if you have internet like what I got, you know, out in the you know boonies at my parents' place, was definitely you can't run it. You just literally will can't run it at all. It won't even start. It just tells me my connection sucks. That's it. Yeah. So I, I guess maybe it's for somebody maybe that doesn't have a good computer and but still wants to play some AAA games like PC style games. I mean, I could see that. I mean, it's not too bad a price, especially. Yeah, I mean, if you have nothing but maybe like a cheap laptop or just like a really cheap desktop that can't really run the game, I I guess that, I don't know. It's. I don't know. I'm still I'm not sure who this is for. And uh, I'd be surprised if it re- Stadia really sticks around as a system for that long. Yeah. Yeah. So but I mean, for the moment, it's great playing Destiny 2 on it mainly. I'll probably get around maybe to also trying out the Tomb Raider game. That's that's free bundled in with it. I'm definitely not going to buy any games on it. I'll say that because I'm probably just after the three months, I'm probably just going to let it lapse. I don't see myself keeping it, but yep. So that's, that was kind of, I mean, I've been continuing to play KOF all-star just because the game throws rubies at you. It just throws its in its in-game kind of currency at you in for not for nothing. If you just play the game, so might as well. And yeah, I like I like sites rolling beat 'em ups. Yeah. So yeah. Um and I will make this of note because I'll be watching it. The AGDQ proper starts today, actually, on well, we're recording this on a Sunday, but it's gonna be all this week. So worth watching this the AGDQ is this it's supporting the Prevent Cancer Foundation, which is a which is a pretty good foundation that uh is into sort of prevention and treatment and early detection. 
And so that's so. Yeah, I've always enjoyed AGDQ. I mean, not like every single game, but definitely there's uh, several fun runs that I like to watch, and and they do vet them, especially at this point, they vet them very carefully because they need people that are, well, not only good at the game, but also are just reliable, have been streaming, and you know that they know how to sort of uh, interact and explain what they're doing and have a good couch to help explain things as well whenever they're, you know, kind of too busy with the game itself or they have to concentrate. So it's it's entertaining, it's fun. I like I personally prefer watching people good at games play. Like I don't really tend to watch let's play type people. Only one person I watch does let's plays, but he's even like and uh, that's uh, uh, Macaw, who I'm going to mention a bit later. But yeah, Macaw, uh, but only because a he he gets really obscure games. But B, he's also really good at video games. Like he's proper good. Can one CC several arcade games? So, but yeah, I I like AGDQ. I like the GDQs in general because it is highly skilled play. I. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Let's Play, but I definitely dig highly skilled play, and that's what you get. But sure, oh, it's all for a good cause. So I think that's you know, tune in and you know, check it out. Hmm. Um. But yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. So news. Yes. Yeah. News. Yes. News. Okay, right, so what shall we start with? <laughs> um uh, there's an obvious one to start with. But I feel like I want to save it for the end, but I feel like I want to start with it as well. Fuck it. Okay. Um remember Y2K? Yeah. Yeah. Remember how a lot of people put a lot of work into making sure Y2K wasn't a problem and stuff? Yep. What if I told you a video game that came out in 2019 with the number 2020 in its title had a Y2K-like problem happen when the new year happened? That's that's amazing. Well, I think it's it's fantastic. So, um... (sighs) 2K20... Sorry. WWE 2K20... Had problems. More problems. Sorry, I, I shouldn't say that game was like working flawlessly yeah. prior to this. Like, <laughs> no, that game was flawless before uh, this happened. Yeah, yeah. Work of art. Uh, apparently, it had a return to force, if you will, of some of the most groundbreaking problems, and or just straight up wouldn't work. So yep. what happened? What would happen is it would flat out crash. Yep. With this bug, so when you try to launch it, it would just crash <laughs> and go back it, to the PS4 screen or whatever it was. But yeah, it's, yeah, you could like get to the menu, but if you choose anything, it just crashes after yep. that. Like mm-hmm. any game mode, so none of the game and, modes are working. And so, it wasn't like this was like a isolated yeah. to one person situation. This was a pretty well documented across the board situation. Mm. So much so that they tweeted about it and told people that, to run the update so they could fix it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so well done. 
Nice job. One of the- that's what happens when you when you decide to get rid of the developer that had been making literally well, every previous. So it version. gets crazier. So I because I looked into the story more because I thought it was fascinating. I learned some things and. Part mm. of the story there is that the, the Ukes, the people who used to make the games, got kicked off because Ukes got out there and was like, yo, we would like to um, make better wrestling games than 2K is letting us. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's not a one cause the other, but the timing around Ukes getting out there and saying, you know, we could make these way fucking better if they'd let us. Seems a little bit suspect, but yeah, starting off the year strong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well done. It's the best. Yes. And I love the fact that it was this game in particular because the name had 2020 in it, which allowed me to create a beautiful, beautiful joke on the internet for Charlie. Ah, it kicked the year off just right. It's the best. Sure. They should have seen it coming, but you know what they say. Uh, <laughs> Hindsight's twenty twenty, right, guys? Yeah, hindsight may be twenty yeah. twenty, but the gaming industry raked in a hundred and twenty point one billion in two thousand nineteen. Apparently, sorry, I I should amend my comment. The the interactive media industry, so gaming and the kind of gaming related, if you will. Racked up mm. 120.1 billion. That's billion with a B, not million with an M or T or trillion kind of thing. That's the that's the big one, the one that matters mm. now if you care. So interesting to look at here, but of all that money, like free to play was accounts for four dollars out of every five dollars generated yep. in that money. Well, yep. so kind of holy shit. That's huge. So of that 120, we'll call it 110, give or take a couple million, probably we're in kind of freemium and and mobile stuff. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, freemium is obviously a model that works a lot. Holy crap! So yeah, for, yeah. for reference, of that 120.1 billion, Fortnite was 1.8 billion of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would say Fortnite actually does free to play right. Sure, I, uh, that's not me casting judgment. I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to break yeah. down where that money comes from, that's what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there again, it's like it's one of the games. Fortnite's one of the games where pretty much the only thing you can buy is just you know stuff to spruce up your character. It you can you can only I mean you can only buy character customization stuff. You can't really by advantage in the game like so mm. so i think that's that's the way to do it but yeah, but as we I all know that. henry fortnite is for children and should be treated as such yeah but destiny 2 is for big boys I, so kind of let's use that as a jumping off point so <laughs> uh, uh the the list of the biggest games of 2019 for steam came out and only two of those games that were the biggest that, that that were the platinum selling games of Steam, if you will, in the year 2019, actually fucking came out in 2019. <laughs> they are. Yeah, I noticed that too because I went. I I went to the. Yeah, I checked out the best of 2019. Yeah, so stuff. I I initially kind of waved this off as whatever, and I dug into it. But so 
of the top 12 games of 2019, which are, according to Steam from kind of gross revenue, it is Elder Scrolls Online, Grand Theft Auto V, Destiny 2, Battlegrounds, Warframe, Rainbow Six Siege, Sekiro, Civilization, Monster Hunter World, Dota, uh, Operation Shattered Web for CSGO, and uh, Total War Three Kingdoms. Only Total War Three Kingdoms and Sekiro came out this year. And then if you drop <laughs> down to the like the, the second tier, the gold, it's Mordhau, Resident Evil, Jedi Fallen Order, and Resident Evil 5, I think the only games that came out this year. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Silver <laughs> has more stuff, obviously, because it's a little like the the cost of entry is a little bit lower at that point. But I've if you've ever wondered why I'm occasionally kind of like not willing to base any of my opinions about what's hot off steam, this is fucking why. Out of God, 24 games, like six of them, so only a quarter came out this year. Or came out last year, I should say. Mm-hmm. Not a bad thing necessarily, just kind of a huh. Okay. Yeah, it's interesting that that's that's the the list. Well, but then so, again, I mean, I can remember that statistics based off of gross revenue kind of thing. So that means GTA Five may not have sold any new copies this year, but those fucking shark cards did. Mm. <laughs> Which kind of is going to be a little transition point into. Grand Theft Auto V is now on the Xbox Game Pass. If this seems weird to you, it should, because that's a like full price game people still pay money for. But this is also them looking at it going, man, we make way more money of people just fucking throwing money at this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not surprising. I mean, <laughs> if they're making good fucking money off of the shark yeah, packs... Not, not surprising. I, I, it's, more I, than enough. Not surprising at all. I'm just it, It's the... When you talk about video games, it's occasionally, I think, useful to have some contextualization of, yeah, Grand Theft Auto V, despite being a game that came out, depending on how you measure time, a fucking long-ass time ago, is still one of the most powerful games on the face of the planet. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I guess we're on the Steam topic, too. This is more just something I thought was kind of cool. Uh, if you have Dead Cells on Steam, you can now play the kind of previous versions of that game. You can, like, roll back your version via Steam, which I thought was just kind of neat, because there does seem to be some pretty divisiveness amongst the different versions of that game. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Hmm. Real interesting that they could offer a version rollback, but... See, huh. see, I'm kind of familiar with some of the usage of previous versions of the games because of speedrunning, because there are a handful of games where the speed run, there is a speed run category for a previous version because of certain either mechanics or sometimes it's glitches that are only available on a previous version. But hmm. mm. well, I've seen that with I like certain game games launched like the speed uh, run modes. So that makes sense. They'd actually allow that possibility. Yeah, it does have a speed run mode where it times it. Oh, I know there are a few like, I know back in the day there were a few games that did that where it was uh, kind of a, like, what can I recall? I I think the example I want to use is the one, like, not necessarily speedrun, but the version that most people would prefer to play, for example, for Mars Capcom 2, was specifically the Dreamcast version because it ran a certain way sure. or something. But, yeah, I've heard that before with, with that. I didn't know, like, well, for speedrunning it makes sense because I know that, like, you had the gold version. Actually, correct me if I'm wrong on this one, but... Um, the gold version of Ocarina of Time 
was different than the silver cartridge version. I've heard that out there, but I don't know if that's 100% true. I don't remember. Okay. I, I see. I have a passing familiarity with the Ocarina of Time runs because I've watched a few, but it's not something that I d- ever played. Well, I never owned this N64, so I never even played it, really. So, mm. But, yeah. I don't know. That, that, would, that wouldn't be surprising, though. Okay. That that'd be different versions. Yeah, I figure you might have had a little a little extra insight on that one, just because I know you you kind of follow games done quick more than I do, and I know Ocarina of Time is kind of one of those games that they like to do a lot for games done quick. Yep. So, oh, interesting though. I wonder if that's going to be if I mean, do you think it's is that a developer's choice or is that something just Steam kind of went with? Dev, yeah, that's that's a dev's choice, definitely. They just Absolutely started doing a dev's it. Yeah. Choice. Hmm. You think this is the first of a possible trend at some um, point? I think that doubtful. <sighs> seeing as that game launched with speedrunning, like in mind, I could imagine like if you're gonna launch more games like that. Yeah, hypothetically. I, I'm trying to remember what, but I mean, yeah. but it also gets into like, and I say this as sort of from the dev dev side of things. It's like we don't really like to put out broken games. And so, you know, in games with glitches and, you know, problems and stuff. Yeah. And so it's like, it'd be like if every author put out their first draft of their novel, which is going to be rough. Yeah, I think it's where they have, like, I I don't play Dead Cells, so I can't really comment on it too much. I feel like they had a couple, like, almost seasonal changes to that game where they made, like, fundamental changes at certain points that not everyone agreed with, so... Maybe it's in service of that or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah, it's a weird thing. Like I said, it's it, most people in general would prefer the latest version of their work to be out there rather than previous versions, which can be kind of rough. Yeah, I mean that's that's, and I totally get that as a you know as just as a game dev, but also just as a creator of things in general. It's like you don't like I said, like it'd be kind of weird if like. Stephen King started releasing like here's the first draft of that novel yeah. that I wrote and it probably would have some interesting stuff in it but oh god it's going to be rough yeah I mean that's the thing it's like I've heard authors talk about stuff that they've you know cut from a book but in the same thing for games it's like yeah that was in a previous version but also the previous version's bad <laughs> so I'm guessing they They've been very careful well, with which previous packs, versions uh, they're packs. making. Cats got patch notes, so yeah. Oh, that's right. The fucking movie Cats got patch notes. Holy what? shit! <laughs> there was like a there, there, oh, you don't know about there this? was a fucking day one patch for the Cats movie. What? That's so maybe not day one, but like they had to reissue movie. that movie digitally to theaters, and they had to download like new Cats. Yeah, so That's... what happened? There were scenes of Judy Dench's <laughs> hand that were not rendered cat-like, so mm. you would see a human hand attached to her with her oh, gate or with her wedding ring and everything. Like it was, I mean, that movie is its own fucking nightmare. But yeah, so are we are we set in a world of patch notes now? Is that a thing? Well, like yeah. I, again, we are in the cyberpunk future. I, I, I made a lot of jokes about things, but like, no, we are in 
cyberpunk now. Like movies get patch notes. We we have World War Three on the horizon. Fuck, like I, we we are shot. We are months away from shotgun arms. Yeah, cybercrime yeah, is about we're, to go we're, through the fucking roof. Like all the signs, we are in cyberpunk are there. Like there's yeah. a weird number of surveillance states. Like. VPNs are becoming more and more of an important thing. Like hacking could be about to become way more powerful. Fuck, I'm in a garage that I'm wiring up to be like a gamer den thing. Like all I need is just like a, a, a like dreadlocks made of Ethernet cables, and we're there, motherfuckers. <laughs> Jack the fuck in. Yep. What the fuck news story was that even? Oh, the Dead Cells one. <laughs> to cross it off the yep. list. Ah, let's do a quick one. Um, Uncharted loses its sixth director. That, that movie's never coming I, out. It's Jesus. So this is yep, it, yep. this is only on the list, so I can ask you two a very important question. Mm-hmm. Do either of you even want an Uncharted movie? Mm. No. Yeah. Very rarely do like video game movies do well. Yes. No, and that's what yeah. I'm getting at. Like every person I've asked who, in theory, would care about this, his reaction is, "I could just go play Uncharted on easy mode." Yeah, it's it's that's the thing, and also it's the the game series. And this is the weird thing: the game series itself is obviously just an homage to stuff like Indiana Jones and you know stuff like that. So it's just like, hey, it's Indiana Jones in modern game form, but we don't need to re create Indiana Jones back to the screen from the game. That's just kind of like a filtering and fil- filtering something that was filtered. It's well, the dumb reaction I have weird. is like it just becomes Indiana Jones, not Indiana Jones in a movie. Like it's like, do you really want to it, it becomes National Treasure Three? Yeah. Except not as good as National Treasure. Yeah. Because you know that had Nick. I'm not sure "good" is necessarily the right word to describe that. But (laughs) hey, 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 hey! You leave Nick Cage alone. My wife fucking loves those movies, so I'm. (laughs) I I have seen them recently. They're fun. They're not good. No, but I don't think anybody's really claiming that they're good. No one is. Um, I will say though, I secretly think you bowl is in the shadows taking out all these directors until they're like, well, there's only one other person who will take the role and his name is you bowl. He just runs up and like fucking cold clocks them to death or something. Yeah. Well, you well, know, he, we know he can box. So well, challenge those people. And it's questionable. He, he did challenge a few people. And I think the one person who wanted to get in the ring with him, he fucking cowered on. So no, he, he beat the crap out of him. Wasn't there another guy he fought that said he was it, and he like backed away from it? No, I'm, I could have sworn yeah. there was another guy. No, he t- he took on an actual match and he whooped the crap out of the guy. Yeah, like it was bad actually. Like his Ubol is also not a small man either, so no. he just he kind of wrecked the dude. But anyways, enough <laughs> enough on the updates on Ubol. Hang on, I- I'm looking up. <laughs> Oh, okay, I'll find a little bit of UA Bowl trivia. When do you think the last UA Bowl movie came out? Probably last, last year. year. 2016, but that's still more recent than I thought it was going to be. Uh, Alright, so the man, and this is what he's known for, he is a magic man when it comes to bringing, like, getting funding for a movie. 
that's actually what he's more known for than anything. Like he's just able to create money out of nothing. It seems like like funding for movies. He just knows every avenue and every good person to ask to make movies. And he makes and because of the way he does them, he ends up making a crap ton of profit off of every movie he's ever made. He made three Blood Rain movies. Yeah. I thought there was only one. Oh, yeah. There's three. The only, however, the only good movie I've seen that he came out with that's actually enjoyable is is, uh, the one he made for Postal. That one's actually really good. I, I would say watch that one because it's funny. It seems like it's the only movie he had fun with that he got to kind of do whatever the heck sure. he wanted. And it's just like, and he even appears in it kind of making fun of himself. So mm. yeah, it's that, that, but everything else was just a cash grab. Postal seemed like he actually got a chance to have a little fun with it because it wasn't a serious movie at all. But anyways, <laughs> That's the most anyone's talked about UA Bowl on a podcast in years. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of weird things happening in Europe, I guess, uh, Ragnarok acquires Rune 2 assets and the source code may legal in that legal ongoing saga, if you will. Uh, Henry, you've been following this one closer than I have. You want to get us more up to speed on this? All right. So for those like that are just tuning in and aren't aware of the what happened, is all right. So, Human Head Studios were the is a studio that created Rune Two, and but immediately after they released the game, they said, "All right, we're closing the studio," which was a huge surprise to their publisher Ragnarok, who who literally they they found out on Twitter. They're like, "Uh, what? You're what closing? We had long term plans to support this game." And so it's been an ongoing like legal battle because of that, because previously like human head was not giving them access to the source code and the assets, which they would have to have if they're going to be able to patch it and support Mm. it. And so, but now they've actually, they've gotten a singular hard drive containing the assets and source code that they need. I just and, I, I just imagine I know it's not true unless like taping the hard drive to a brick and throwing it through a window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is weird and uh, yeah, it is. This is like I said, it's bizarre because yeah, Human Head did not tell Ragnarok they were, they had any plans on closing the studio. Ragnarok was just like, "What, really?" Yeah, and they and I'm pretty sure it was that they found out when. Human Head announced it on Twitter, and they saw Twitter, and they're like, what? Explain. Yeah, so, uh, but this isn't over. It's going to continue because there's there's weird things all over this because there's rights issues still to deal with, and I imagine this is going to stretch on a bit longer. So, yeah, but that's that's an update. Uh, they've got a a hard drive. Not even a right hard drive, just a hard drive. <laughs> yeah. So, yep. I enjoy the mental image of it just having the words like totally not full of porn written on it on Sharpie or something like that, where it's like, yeah, it's technically <laughs> what you want, but also we put a bunch of weird shit on it, too, to make it weird for you. Yep. We we put the aforementioned uh, horse dating game yep. on it. Rather than give you the code outright, we gave you an entire second game. 
That's just weird. At the same time, uh, Super Hut continues to be Super Hut, if you will. It netted over $2 million over the holiday. No doubt due to the that, just, uh, the sales, I guess, for VR were insane this holiday season across the board. Which is kind of interesting because, I mean, we're f- we truly seem to start... We, we be, seem to be getting into the day and age where VR... Is a more normal consumer. Oh no, I can solve this mystery for you in have. three words, Alex. Henry? Sorry, Henry, yes, my bad. <laughs> so Half Life Alexa. Sorry, Alex, have your first Alex, Alex, my bad. <laughs> my brand is malfunctioning today. That's what you get for Stonewall, you don't resist so much. I must continue to stand back. All <laughs> <Well>, I will. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I that it's that. that. It, it, there's no other reason weird. than then a bunch of people now have reason to buy VR or like all the holdouts that were like, man, I don't care, and they're like, oh, but I have to play that new hot Far Cry, that new Half Life. No, you don't. No, I do. I have to play that game because I'm part of the PC Master Race. Yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. But yeah. Interesting. I I figured. So I'm looking at this, and it's specifically the VR version of it. It's not like it's a you buy yeah. the normal one and you get the VR version yeah. as part of it. Yeah, it's very much specifically the VR version. Well, yeah, because all yeah, of us that yeah, buy Super Hut normal bought Super Hut. It's the like I have this fucking VR headset now waiting for Half Life. What do I play? Super Hut's real good. Okay, I'll buy Super Hut. Hmm. Which is interesting because there is usually like with a lot of the games that I picked up, the VR version just kind of comes bundled with them. But yeah. I'm guessing a lot of that was bought maybe over the Oculus store. Yeah. And so it would just be just the VR version, you know, rather than, you know, having bought it over Steam or whatever. They probably bought it within the Oculus store. So, yeah, that makes sense. It's definitely, definitely interesting. But I feel like. Like if you're gonna pick any VR game, I feel like Super Hot VR is kind of a good game to transition into VR. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. It's it, it's kind of it it's somehow an FPS, but it's also incredibly patient because you can kind of go back and forth, you know. Mm-hmm. Like you, you can rewind in a sense, and which is interesting. And so it's it's I think I agree. It is a kind of an easier transition because it's not so frenetic. As even like Beat Saber, you know, mm. it's just kind of you, you, there's it's kind of low pressure, I guess, in a sense. Is the fact that it moves exactly at the pace you want it to. Yeah, I agree. Anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> VR stuff. VR mm. stuff. Welcome to. Th- as we said, welcome to the cyberpunk future. Yes. Good old Vert. All the music will now be played on guitars that are plugged into Game Boys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, t- yeah, speaking of cyberpunk, fucking CD Projekt Red finally came to terms with the owner of the, uh, with the author of The Witcher. I'm going to butcher his name, uh, 
No, I'm not going to butcher his name. I'm just going to say the author of The Witcher because there's no way in hell I pronounced that one right. There's a Z and I'll a J nope. in it. I'm just going to nope on yeah. that one. Uh, to catch people up on this one, this has been an ongoing legal battle where the uh, original author uh, felt he got kind of the shaft, which, depending on how you look at this, he kind of did when it came to royalties from The Witcher because he uh, got paid a lump sum by CD Projekt Red for the rights to make video games of his work, and then those games went on to do really fucking well for themselves, specifically Witcher 3. And there's been a lot of bad blood between the two for a long time, but I... A new agreement have been has been entered into, which uh, basically gives IP rights in video games, graphic novel, and board games to uh, CD Projekt Red and merchandise for that matter. Mm. Meaning they can do this shit. It's cool. Mm. I don't think they were part of the TV show. I feel like that was just the author and Netflix on that one. So, yeah. yeah. Well, the TV show is even more explicitly about his books. Yeah. So, yeah, I, 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 okay, if you're feeling bad for this guy, remember this fantastic quote from him. They offered me a percentage of their profits. I said, no, there will be no profit at all. Give me my money right now. The whole amount. I was stupid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think my favorite part of this is the fact that the author of the Metro franchise has gotten out there and just dragged this guy through the mud being like, your books only made it fucking out of Poland because of these games. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Which is not untrue. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, speaking of petty bullshit, uh, Nexon sells off its module, um, uh, the mobile developer Gloops for one yen. For those who don't know yen conversion, that's like around one cent US. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how to respond to that. Like it is yeah. insane. What? Is it like a typo? Like did they like mess up that on the invoice or something? I... Like it's it's a part of a longer process of selling off the assets of it, but I think it was just like I, uh, from what I can tell, parts of it were sold off for more, but the studio itself yeah. was is essentially doesn't really exist. So they just had to have it on paper, and it can't be sold for zero. Yeah. So like for, for reference, um, Gloop was a uh, Gloops was originally acquired by Nexon for thirty six point five billion yen. Yeah. Million yen. That's uh, 468 yeah. bucks about- US, give or take, back in 2012. Uh, yeah, I think Henry's analysis is 100% correct, where you have to sell it for something, and they're selling the name, basically, at that point. Yep. And Gloops, that's not exactly a a strong name that I'd want really yeah. associated with anything, so, yeah. Well, yeah, I can so, get like, why, for so reference... I- um, Gloops had basically all of its stuff, like development stuff transferred over to another entity called My Loops in October 2019. That 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 was then mm-hmm. sold off for 500 million yen, roughly 4.6 billion. Still a bit of a loss, but like that's the actual sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, the name itself. Yeah, they had just had to have something on paper saying that. 
we don't want this anymore, and here you go. So, one yen. Have it. <laughs> I guess we're also on the topic of petty-ass bullshit. Uh, we got some news from the team behind Bayonetta in a, in a true bite-the-hand-that-feeds-you move, if you will. Um, how many of you are familiar with Hideki Kamiya? Kamiya. I know that I, guy. Yeah, How many nope. of you I mean, know he's, his he's Twitter? In... I have not really checked out his Twitter. <laughs> yeah, name, same. His Twitter is fucking legit. Uh, he, he is out there just fucking like, in a good way or a bad way, he is just out there kind of fucking spitting fire on his Twitter. Like, he will ban you for <laughs> no reason. He will call you out. Like, he, he will bait you into getting your ass banned, etc., etc. I've he is a <laughs> motherfucker with a Twitter, if you will. And uh, in many ways, it's an honor to find yourself mentioned on his Twitter, if you will. Like, in some ways, you know you've made it if he's calling your ass out and then banning you kind of thing. Like, you've succeeded, <laughs> if you will, in some troll tactics. But in true Kamiya fashion, he got out there and was uh, shit-talking the Nintendo Switch's terrible menus. And... He's not wrong. The Nintendo Switch does have fucking terrible menus. Yep. So yeah, yeah. To, to quote Kamiya, he thinks that those that menu is, and there's the quote, shit. This is a very Kamiya thing to get out there and say. Like, sure, Bayonetta 3 is being funded by Nintendo, and they're probably a big part of your bottom line right now, Kamiya. But yeah, do you. Okay, I am I'm looking at his Twitter now and this is awesome. He's posting. He posted a screenshot of of a uh, of a of a interaction he had with somebody. That's and he's just like, ha! Look at yeah. this idiot. That is fucking Camille. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. That is good. If you're not familiar with Hideki Kamiya's Twitter, but like want a good Twitter, go there. It, it's great. His English is not the best, which he does not apologize for, period. Like, makes a point of being like, fuck <laughs> you all for not speaking Japanese. I do. Which I gotta <laughs> give him points for. Again, he is following one person. I think it's Platinum <laughs> Games. Mm. Ah, we haven't got to talk about that Twitter in a while. It makes me happy. It's a great Twitter. <laughs> yeah, the fucker is just out there calling people idiots on his Twitter like there's no ramifications. It is some like late 90s game dev mentality, which is cool to see still out there. Maybe not great, but still you're like, yeah. Remember this was a weird industry or weirder at least. Okay, so I'm looking. All right, so he's following exactly one person. It's like a model. Yeah, that sounds right. There's a chance that one following so, changes from week to week too. Oh that's, yeah, that's actually would be pretty yeah. neat. Yeah, he <laughs> has a revolving spotlight. Yeah. Yo, I'm following this bullshit this week. Kamiya out. Ah. <laughs> Last but not least on our uh, list this week, we have some Eve Online news. Now, we're going to struggle to get through this some because, like, with all EVE Online news, I'm going to say some words, and they're going to sound insane, and then we're going to attempt <laughs> to make them sound like they were for normal people. But uh, uh, EVE Online, a game that has it, has had rampant gambling baked into the game 
multiple galactic conflicts, a Christmas event that resulted in ultimate troll tactics, and it has a kind of economy that it could be viewed as a semi-global one. Like, it, it has an economy that hypothetically could impact countries. And or has enough of an economy, it could be its own country. It's kind of weird that way. Um, has a raffle system now. Uh, in 2016, they banned gambling and all forms from it after that whole war thing that happened that was funded by the great gambling dens of the EVE Online world. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, Henry, help me out on this one, because this one's confusing on, to me, at least. This is raffles from CCP, right? These are game dev created raffle systems, yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. So it's cool if they put the gambling in, just not if players do. If, okay, so... so uh, yeah, well, that's how it works, basically. So, play, uh, so tickets become available for a certain item and how much those tickets cost, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, normal buy-in, if you will. And players can buy as many tickets as they like. And once all the tickets sold through, then the item can be purchased. And Hypernet chooses one ticket as the winner. And yeah, it's a normal ass raffle at that point. No kind of weirdness to it, I guess. But yeah, this seems weird. Yeah, well, also because it's likely going to get busted in multiple European countries, so. In case you're not aware, uh, Eve Online is it, the company that makes it is in Iceland, yeah. and yeah, they're going to run into trouble with. I mean, that's the thing. It's like of all the places, like Europe's especially been cracking down on the whole yeah. gambling and games thing, loot boxes in in particular. But yeah, this doesn't seem like this is going to last, or it's going to be. Uh, this why, just why. Well, so, and the only reason it would become a real world concern because this is only, you can only buy into this with in game currency. But again, remember, this is Eve. Plex exists. We can measure how much things in Eve cost in real world money. Like, this is how we get those yep. fascinating, like, half a million dollar space battles that happen and stuff. Yep. Yeah. And you can turn ISK into Plex, which means you can turn digital currency into real money. Mm Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be next in line to be found as, uh, you know, basically (laughs) actually finding evidence that has been used to launder money. I assume that's what keeps Eve going is laundered money at this point. (laughs) It's like CSGO. It's not that popular. Yep. It's all about laundering money. Mm-hmm. That's it for news this week. We got some emails. Ooh. Nice. Ooh. Uh, so we actually have five emails. We got a bunch of emails that came in this week. Um, nice. So, so I, 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 this is the first time of the year, so I don't want to mess it up because I'm apparently all over the place this uh, this episode. If you wanted to contact us, Alex, to send an email, what email address would you send that email to? Uh, the address you would be able to send that to is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. What's that address again, Henry? 
That is wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Wickedawesomecast at gmail.com. Spells it sounds down the show notes, except to raw, except to raw. We got a bunch of ones in this week. I'm going to save kind of our big hitter for last that I think is probably my favorite one we got in. Um, the, the, the other guys got a bit of a teaser on that one in the show notes and stuff, so we'll get to that one eventually. Uh, let's start off with this one. Coming in from Dima and Tarasipol, Tarasipol, Moldova, Moldova. Oh, Moldova. This one appears to be hit with the uh, Google Translate hammer a little bit. So, or sorry, yeah, Moldova. Moldova. I mean, not Moldova. Yeah, much wider the e at the end of that. But yes, they're working awesome. Cast any gaming-based news resolutions you'd like to share with your listeners? I understand that's a thing Americans often do. Hmm. Either play less or play more Destiny. I'm not sure which yet. <laughs> I I think I personally well, big thing is I have a lot of games that I've just been putting off playing. I mean You've I had have a, a pretty legitimate excuse why you couldn't get through those games. Yeah. And I do want to get to those games, and but also I'm going to put off buying new games until I make it through the many, many games that yeah. I have that I just haven't played for obvious for the you know lacking video card reasons. I feel that. Hmm. What about you, Alex? <sighs> Restate the question again. I want to make sure I answer uh, this. Do you as have any possible. game, a video game based news resolutions? Hmm. Play something other than World of Warcraft more often. Sure. Because mm. I do a lot of WoW, so uh, I want to actually. You know what I want to do? I want to complete another game that I haven't in a while. So like, I want to like either complete God of War or get through Bloodstained or that other. Oh, what was that that boss fight one that was all retro wave, vapor wave themed? Or maybe even Dead Cells, yeah. I don't know. But find another game and actually play through it and stream it. So, mm. yeah. I get that. Cool. We got another 2020-themed one. Well, yeah. Thanks for that Thanks for that email, yeah. by the way. Ema, I think the name was. Uh, yeah. mm. Get the actual name off that. Sorry, I made the mistake of deleting prematurely. Yeah, Dima. You're working awesome, Cast. Sorry, this one comes in from Sam from Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Dear working awesome, Cast. I have come to enjoy your yearly game of the year discussion. While I do not agree with Bloodstain being this year's pick, I must say that all of this email has been a ruse to trick you into letting me ask the real question of all, all your listeners want to know. I'm assuming Charlie only skims the emails, and hopefully this got uh, this got past him. Regardless of how many 2020, jo- uh, regardless. How many 2020 jokes do you, Alex, think you can make before Henry and Charlie collectively decide to kill you and re-enter into their dark pact with your murder pets? Also, The Matrix Online is a trash game for trash people, City of Heroes for Life. Wait, what? (laughs) Also, The Matrix Online is a trash game for trash people, City of Heroes for Life. Nice. Well, first of all, fuck this person. This is the best email we've ever gotten. Oh, yes. I don't like I, this. Uh, what is it? What's the name, Sam Charlie? from Cleveland, Ohio. Sam from Cleveland, I'm Ohio. I'm not giving you the full email address. Sam from Cleveland, Ohio. Let me tell you something, buddy. 
<laughs> City of Heroes was garbage. It was a poor man's DC Universe online. <laughs> wow. wow. All these sh- all these shots being fired all over the place. <laughs> That's right. You know what? Here's the thing. I know Matrix was pretty shitty at times. I admit it. You hold on to this false hope that somehow City <laughs> Heroes was good. You need to let that shit go. Speaking of which, uh, I'm actually going to be doing a Matrix thing later. Today. Yes, you mentioned it last week. <laughs> um, I, I, I was so caught up with the insult, I forgot the question. How many 2020 <laughs> jokes do you think you can make for me and Henry kill you? I'm going to make out of so many. And or re-enter into our dark pack with your murder pets. Well, I don't know about the murder ended. pet situation. Yeah, we're kind of just at a weird like standstill as far as the murder pack goes. They're they're, they're observing um, and reporting as was their instructions. Yes, um, honestly, I don't know. I think part of, like I, part of the reason I moved up to Oregon is because I was setting up for 2020 now, so I could make as many of these jokes, and I'm not within close proximity of Charlie to kill me. <laughs> we're going on a road trip, Henry. A road trip. Of yeah, he'd either have to, he'd, either, he'd either have to drive fifteen hours or send something through the mail. But the problem is, if you send something through the mail, now there's a, a a paper trail, if you will. So, yeah, I'm just gonna get a, a control style shifted object and mail that to you. Yeah. No, I I don't I don't I don't know. I I think Charlie's banking on me just giving up at some point as per our previous conversation this week, but I, I'm going to hold on hope. We'll see. I think I already made my 2020 joke today for the podcast, so I'll see what I have in store later on. Yep. So you're pacing yourself. Yeah. I don't want to blow my load at once when it comes to this. Like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta stretch it out over time. Sure. And besides, I've got an extra day this year to do it. Leap year, Thank baby. Thank you for writing in, Sam. <laughs> and speaking the truth about the Matrix Online. Nope. <laughs> nope. Is Sam really fucking Kevin Smith XX? No, it's a, it's, it's legit a long time email. Ago? Mm. Next email. Wicked Awesome Cast. Oh, sorry, this one comes in from Anonymous. Wicked Awesome Class. Well, I know Epic Store bad. I have been going against my legitimate gamer instincts and enjoying their offering of free games. Recently, the game Steep joined their offering, and I remember someone on the podcast really liking that game in spite of themselves. Question mark. I have found myself addicted to the game, and that that came out in 2016, and almost hope that there will be will, yeah, will get a Steep two for next gen to make a uh, yeah, to make real. Okay, this is bad wording. To really make a powder pop, to really make that powder pop. I, I don't know. Hmm. I think yeah, I mean talking about. Snow I was powder. the steep fan, and I still am the steep fan, and I definitely like. Yes, I also downloaded Steep after they put it on the Epic Store because the PC version of that same. game is better. Yep, same. I I picked yeah. it up on the uh, free free for for free that, on the store. Just that as, game. Uh, if you have like friends yesterday. that also <laughs> play that game, is just a cool chat room of you hanging out, grabbing some sick air, and snowboarding or whatever. Yeah, I I legitimately like that game a lot, actually. Yep. Well, I like the fact that I can uh, enjoy snowboarding without actually having to be freezing yes. cold. So I'm I'm totally down with that. It's a 
it's a weird open world X like winner X games, which I kind of dig. Like the the wingsuit stuff is bullshit, but just the like the drop in, go to a place on a snowboard, do some shit, go back up. That's a lot of fun to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I just got it right now from the Epic Store. Yep. Yeah, that and uh, uh, let's uh, I forget one and two of a series was also out. A bunch of stuff has Epic been out Store. for that. I've, the Epic Store's free games have been great. Yeah. All right. Our next email comes in from Kyle in coastal Virginia. I don't know if that's a city or just the coast of Virginia. Is that a thing? Fair? Yeah. You're wicked awesome cast. Well, I'm sure you all. Well, I'm sure you all back. Uh, well, sorry. Well, I'm sure you are all back on your usual bullshit. That's what he meant to say. I would like to take a moment to look for, uh, to look forward and speculate about 2020. Obviously, this is the year of new consoles, but between now and then, I'm assuming there's going to be a bunch of games. Anything you're especially excited about in the upcoming year? Cyberpunk. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's probably on my list too um hmm that is uh, hmm I'm not sure actually I mean I can't honestly remember that many games that I've been following that I know that are definitely coming out in 2020 yeah. I guess is the problem like there's some that are like on down the way that aren't actually going to be in 2020 but I yeah at this moment I can't I there's no game that was announced, I guess, that I'm that I can remember being excited enough about to actually remember, and that's <laughs> yeah, that's kind of weird. Cyberpunk. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Yeah, other than Cyberpunk, I guess, which I uh, which I guess is definitely coming out. But Doom I mean, Eternal. Yeah. See, so, yeah, yeah, I don't really care. About I care that. a great deal about Doom Eternal. Hmm. Um, I uh, it's gonna be the obvious one, but I think I'm really excited for Shadowlands. Are you though? Mm. I am. BFA has been such a fucking. That's what I'm getting at. Like it's like how many bad World of Warcraft expansions do you have to suffer through before it's like? I I, I don't know. Like I. <laughs> It's kind of a meme at yeah. this point because it's like every other expansion is garbage. And so we're currently on the garbage wing of the uh, expansion. So the next one has to be sure. really good. It's usually the, the pattern when it comes to this. Right, but I, I, I keep getting the impression that while like Legion was good, but also like maybe looking back, like Legion is the lowest high point for like of recent memory. Like, it's not as good as other good things have been. I mean, there are certain parts of Legion that were really fucking sure. good. Um, but yeah, there are also down, you know, downswings on it. Um, but every expansion has their fair share of downswings, if you will. Like, even Wrath, which is phenomenally good, had some sure. things that weren't exactly, like, good, if you sure. will. But yeah. So... Plus, like, to be honest with you, like, I like the idea of doing raids in that game. That's part of the reason I play. I need to get you into Destiny raiding. I think you'd get a kick out of that. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down to give it a shot. 
I'm also intrigued by the rating system in Final Fantasy 14, which I've watched some stuff. I on, re-downloaded so. that. I'm gonna try and get. I'm gonna try and find a way to fucking play that in the next week. I think. Hmm. Temp that boss fight. Okay, now I'm looking at some titles and I kind of forgot. So, all right, Spelunky two. I'm looking forward to that. Are you a big that. Spelunky fan? Yes. Oh, I love. I've created skins that, for Spelunky. This does not so, surprise yeah. me. I'm just not sure I've ever asked you the question if you were a Spelunky fan before. Oh yeah, mm. huge Spelunky fan. And yeah, I've even made. I have at least three skins for the main character that I've put out just for people to download that are on the. Uh, it's in the Spelunky forums on their kind of mega list. Huh. Um, I have I have one that is uh, pretty a pretty and that's probably my best one and probably the most popular one the pretty one and then I have one that is uh, kid drac um, that actually I I I like pretty well too and I have one that is uh, bub from bubble bobble so yeah um, yeah big fan of that um, I'm very I am interested in Watch Dogs Legion. I, I mentioned that before. I, I just think it's kind of a... See, uh, I'm so convinced that thing's going to bomb, and maybe I'm not being fair. I think it is, too. I think it might be might bomb as well, but I do think it's... I don't know. I, I like the idea. I like the concept. Um, um, but yeah, outside of that, I mean, um, the Don't Nod's new game that they're coming out with. Uh, let's see. What's the name of that? Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, uh, do you remember the name of it? No, I don't, I don't remember the name of it. Oh, tell me why. Yes, tell me why. Um, yeah. So I'm looking. I I'm looking forward to that because uh, I don't know, like representation, and I think Don't Nod can make a good sure. story. And it looks like they're putting a lot of time into this. And uh, a new Senua's Saga, Hellblade Two. Yeah, that sounds. Oh, like I Dreams comes out in February. I forgot about that. I'm kind of. I I personally am not excited for that game but I do want to see what the greater gaming scape does with that game. But yeah, um, so I guess those are, those are kind of the main ones that I, I'm personally sort of invested <laughs> oh, at all excuse in. Me. Oh shit, the new, blood, the new Vampire Masquerade comes out. Mm. March, I'm excited for that. But yep. yeah, yeah, I guess that's, I mean, that's the main ones that I'm sure. interested in, so. Well, thank you, Kyle. All right, our last email comes in from one Nicholas out of Edmonton. I'm assuming that's somewhere in Canada, based on the nature of the email. Yeah, that's Canada. Uh, wicked, what's up? Ah, sorry, wicked awesome cast. How are you now? Good, and you? Uh, it's fucking embarrassing. That I didn't realize I could use this podcast as a way to translate Letter Kenny slang to normal English. So I propose a game. I have listed some of the best slang from Letter Kenny from the show, and Alex and Henry are going to guess at the meaning. And Charlie will provide the real meaning, assuming he knows it. And we have a All list. All right. <laughs> um, Great. He does have the footnote of, I don't know if all of this is indeed hockey slang, but I figure it's a good start. So we do indeed have a list in our Google chat, that you, or Google Drive thing you guys can go to, or I can just read them off to you. Um, let's start off with a couple easy ones. Uh, I forgot to add a couple of the ones. From, uh, well, I missed a couple from his list. Um start off with 10 ply 10, ten ply, ply. Uh, how thick a coat is like a really thick coat I don't know yeah you got an, 
or does that or does that refer to like a hockey stick because they're made of kind of I don't know yeah I that's that's my best guess hockey stick or a thick coat. you got one Alex no <laughs> means you're soft I've got no idea I oh it means oh okay. that fly means you're super soft Okay. okay. Like yep. tissue. Or toilet paper okay. in this case, okay. more likely, but yeah. Let's go for an uh, let's go for an easy one. Biscuit. Uh you crumble under pressure. Nope. Oh. Is that slave yep, for the We got puck? one. Okay. Woo! <laughs> Look, I should be keeping track on this one, but I'm not gonna care enough. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's go for another easy one. Uh, Puck Bunny. Uh, fangirl of hockey. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, agree. You, you, yeah. you guys are in the ballpark. I'll give you that one. That, that yes, that that is a Puck Bunny. Um, yes, uh, they're they're the hockey equivalent of groupies. Okay. Mm. Um, Gordy Howe hat trick. The only. See, I- <laughs> Sorry, I knew who Gordy Howe is. He's like a you know Hall of Famer hockey player, but I have no idea what that means. Together, I know Gordy Howe's picture was used to catfish Mrs. Krabappel on The Simpsons. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yes. <laughs> and I know they showed his stats at the end of the episode, but I don't remember anything other than that. Okay, so a, a Gordy Howe hat trick is. A goal, an assist, and a fight all in one game. Oh, nice. Mm. Um, what's another one we can go with? Uh, 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 Ordowski. Ordowski. No clue. Not nothing. It's when you get a goal off the top bar in a net. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. It doesn't make sense any more <laughs> sense now. <laughs> nope, no, it doesn't. Uh, barn. Is that just for the goal or for the goal? Nope. Oh, is that penalty area? Maybe. Nope. You got one, Alex? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's slang for a hockey arena. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, boat and or ship. I can use some of these in context if you guys want or something. I think it's more fun to guess at it just out of <laughs> out of zero. Boat Fair. or a ship? Yep. A very large hockey player? No. Alex? <laughs> Is that the penalty area? No. What is it? Uh, it is slang for a championship, actually. I, oh, I, okay. I don't know why, but some hockey players will literally say things like, we're going to get that fucking catamaran, boys, instead of being we're going to win a championship. It is the fucking weirdest thing to watch people do, but I've seen it happen. So it's basically mm, like, like like Cockney rhyming <laughs> slang. Yeah, it's, it's championship, so people call it a ship. And then people take it farther, call it a boat. And then it's like, we're going to fucking get that grant. It's like, 
Letter Kenny plays it up where it's like, we're going to fucking get that Boston whaler out there. We're going to get, like, they just start listing boats at one point in slang <laughs> for this. And I'm like, yeah, fair. No, I know what this means because I've seen fucking real ass hockey players do it. Um, another one, coast to coast. Um, uh, icing? I don't know. Uh, close. Really close. See, I, I have watched a hockey before, so... Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, Henry was really close. I almost tend to give it to him. It's when you go kind of saw one from one side of the rink to the other. Okay. Not icing, but it's like when someone skates that fast. Okay. Um. Uh, sweater. Uh, a hockey jersey. Yep. Oh, hey, hey, got one. Uh, snipe. Uh, hitting somebody in the back. Nope. Uh, sh- making a goal from behind the midway line. Don't think it's quite that specific. It's definitely got something to do with shots. It's a long like, shot as I'm basically getting at. Yeah. Let me consult the official ruling on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, yeah, I know it is kind of like a especially hard goal to make. So yeah, I'll, I'll give you a long shot, shot kind of thing on mm-hmm. it. Yep. Um, schmelt. Uh. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A new player on a team, especially one that sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Plug. Uh, yeah, I got mm, no clue. I got yeah. nothing. Ah, uh, fucking useless ass player who just kind of hangs out on the bench. <laughs> oh. Five hole. <laughs> What? Five hole. Uh, a hockey mask? Nope. Uh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Okay, so this one actually requires a bit of uh, explanation. So, when you're shooting at a goal, there are five locations. Um, basically, it's kind of like top corner. It's the it's the four corners, and then the hole between the goalie's legs. Hmm. And the hole between the goalie's legs is called the five hole. <sighs> mm. Okay. All right. Yep. Apple. Apple. Uh. uh when he hits somebody in the head with the puck. No. I just got that, you know, apple falling on out of a tree on somebody's head. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> you got one, Alex? Nope. <laughs> uh, it's a it's a, a pass that results in a goal. Hmm. So an assist. Yep. Let's go with another one. Um, beaking and or chirping. Headbutting? 
Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Alex. What's the? I don't beaking and or chirping. Uh, timeout or some sort of like change in the periods. Nope, it is on ice trash talk. Uh, it's typically used in sentences where like there's a fucking lot of chirping going on out there, boys. Mm, gotcha. Okay. It's okay. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. Uh, let's do two more. Um, dangles. I'll give you this one in in context, even because it makes it make a little more sense. But sick fucking dangles out there, boys. Uh, that didn't help me at all. Um. Hmm. Like moves, like. <laughs> Like yeah, you're close enough. I'll give it to you. It's tip. It, it's slang for like really high end, skillful um stick handling. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I was on the right track, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that one. Moves is close enough for this game. Um, let's do two more. I know I said two more a second ago, but this one I want to do. Uh, Donnie Brook. Oh, uh, Donnie Brook. Uh. Hmm. Uh, does it have something to do with penalties? I it results in penalties typically. Uh, like, uh, is it high sticking? Um, that's not going far enough. Hmm. Like high, like trying to take somebody's head off. <laughs> You're in the right ballpark, but not quite. Hmm. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you got one, Alex? Yeah, I'm drawing blanks on all these fucking things, to be honest with you. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I even warned you we were doing this. I know, but I didn't want to, like, I didn't want to taint the experiment with me going to do research Fair beforehand. Enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, a Brook is a thing, and it's a brawl that involves typically at least two, um, it's two or more people that like results in uh, serious bodily injury. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right. I don't know if that's a hockey one or if that's a Letterkenny one. Mm. And last but not least on our little game, Erda. 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 Maybe context. I don't know how to give this one context. Um, hang on. Mm, let me think. Uh, give me, give me a sec. Give me a sec. I'm trying to conjure up a thing from Letterkenny in my mind. All right, so we um, we were doing sick line drills all day, Ferda. Uh, uh, coach. No, but close-ish. Uh, the captain? No, you're uh, not, maybe not that close. Yeah, I've... but it it refers to a person. Yeah, but a more abstract concept. Abstract person. <laughs> I've... It's short for um for the boys or just for the. Oh, you can use this both. Okay. Mm. All right. Well, that was delightful. Yeah, 
<laughs> you yeah. can hear it. I, I have heard it used both as just like, you know, we were out doing blah, 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 FURTA. And it's that it means for the boys. And I've also used where it's like, we were out FURTA boys. It's like, wait, w- what? <laughs> That's like saying for the boys, boys. <laughs> yeah, I've. Well, Nicholas, that's been your Letterkenny slang test, if you will. Um, Woo! I, you honestly did better than I thought you were going to. I'm occasion. I have watched a hockey before, so <laughs> yes. I have watched a hockey. <laughs> One hockey, please. <laughs> so, yeah, I've, yeah. As I've mentioned, like Oklahoma does actually have a a. A, a semi-pro or you know yeah. lower rung hockey team. So, uh, and I suspect a bunch of these phrases are aggressively Canadian. Yeah, yeah, that too. But that was fun. Thank you. Yeah, sick dangles, boys. Sick dangles. <laughs> It just sounds dirty, doesn't it? It does. It does, doesn't it? Indeed. Well, that does it for emails this week, which means that more or less does it for this episode of the podcast. Again, you can get in contact us with us at uh, wickedawesomecast at gmail.com, down in the show notes, etc. etc. Um, anything y'all want to say before we get off the podcast and set this one to bed? Uh, No. Nothing that I can uh, think of. I'll just mention that I am Kraken Zero, that's Z-E-R Zero, on Instagram and Facebook. And I am Nomad Har on uh, on Twitch. I may or may not be streaming this week. I don't know. I haven't figured out if I have something I want to stream. But in any case, oh, sure. yeah, but yeah, that's me on social media, on the internets. Well, okay. Who wants to close it out? I, I think Alex deserves the honor of closing it out this week with his uh, 2020 vision on this one. I shall. Ladies and gentlemen, cue the medal. Cue the medal.